0: primary ignition. This is Star Wars.
1: Look out. Core. World.
0: Yes. You may fire when
2: ready. From the bright center of the galaxy, I'm Greg's comeback, and you're listening to Core Wild News, your Hornet news service, providing in-depth coverage of all the latest stories for round of the galaxy. Now for a new segment rundown for August 20th, 2022. Reading Rafter. This week... The Core World News team reviews Star Wars stories of Jedi and Sith. But first, this news.
1: All right. Thank you very, very much. Grex, welcome everyone to another week of Core World News. Gentlemen, how are we doing tonight? We doing okay? We got Grant's got the Vader background. Um, Adam's in the bar on the uh, Halcyon. Yep. (laughs) Looking good um slightly more
2: comfortable adam adam's background looks slightly more comfortable than mine
1: uh, it looks so swanky you got the bartender just slinging you know jawa juice back there it looks pretty amazing um I i'm actually home. Vader's castle it's yeah. all right um uh, yeah it's He's it's bleak. a little moving it's up. a blake yeah it's like <laughs> really kind yeah of it's,
0: stuff. It's, it's it's brutalism as as we
1: yeah i don't know brutalism makes me happy it's that weird Anywho, um, this week we did get one little nugget of news that popped out that I thought was exciting. Um, There was a novel announcement um, that is in the same world as the... uh, that's a follow-up to the video game Jedi Fallen Order. So it happens after the story that takes place in that video game. Um, It was uh, just announced, I think today, uh, Del Rey... um, It's called Battle Scars, uh, and it's written by Sam, well, at Sam Mags. So, yeah, Sam Mags, full name. Um, And it's, yeah, that's it. Order 66 Survivor, Cal Kestis leads the Mantis crew on an adventure set between Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and the highly anticipated Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Um, And it's, yeah, the date is March 7th, 2023. Um, And then there's also an art of, actually, it's a behind-the-scenes book with some art um, that's slated for May uh, also was announced at the same time. So I think we've got a timeframe for when we might get the actual video game. Yeah. Uh, Jedi survivor.
0: Ben, I hadn't heard about that second book. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll go back to the novel in a second, but I'm just sure. curious because I was just looking over, because I have the art from Jedi fallen order. Like it's just yeah. the art of book. So it's interesting with are releasing something else. So, um,
1: yeah, I guess yeah. it is called The Art of Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Um, and that's May 2nd. And that's what May it's called. May
0: 2nd. So I, that's what I was curious about, because you're right. Yeah. We have, I'm guessing the window is somewhere between, was it March 23rd? Or yeah. what's the, and May uh, 2nd? March or 7th. Was, and March yeah. 7th and May 2nd. So, yeah, yeah.
1: March 7th and May 2nd. And I think, um, as this is, Such I'm a... reading off Dork Side of the Force. I've actually been pulling from them a lot lately. We should probably give them some credit. Um <laughs> They especially since we just interviewed their editor two weeks ago, so we've <laughs> credit where credit's due. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, they they mentioned here that the video game count came out a week before the release of the art of uh for the first installment for oh, Jack Order. All right, so, so so possibly late April, um, yeah, 2023, which is falls in line with what we've heard so far. That sure
0: does, of spring, course, it falls into the busiest time of my entire professional <laughs> career is that yeah. week so exactly. that's gonna be fun because i'm not not gonna play that game uh yeah. and i'm not not gonna raise my daughter and i'm not not gonna work <laughs> so i guess <laughs> i'm just we, not gonna sleep
2: do yeah. we know in the ubisoft that that game that title is yeah. revealed or 2029 uh, 20, 20.
1: space crickets man you yeah, know nothing
0: about that nothing
1: no it's just like how long does it take to reskin you know black sails like let's just go <laughs> let's well, I, I, this this I, I book know. does
2: sound interesting and being called battle scars is a pretty uh provocative title like i'm excited to see what that story entails
1: um, right so you have fallen order battle scars survivor so i mean there's hmm. a narrative there yeah
0: i don't I know like if it's titling. a
1: ptsd game or not but um
0: it might i mean be. siri siri,
2: be. siri junda and yeah. And Cal himself, like uh, they they definitely have trauma and they definitely yeah. die yeah. in the game.
0: I mean, they spoilers do. for the the end of, of uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Fallen Order. But like it is there's a lot of trauma for our main yeah. characters in that in yeah. that in that game. So in our main fallout as well, from yeah, yeah, like, big,
2: Absolutely. big spoilers yeah. here. It's like uh, like Trilla, I believe, Sarah's old Padawan had had turned to the dark side, become an inquisitor. Yeah. yeah, and it's kind of the big reveal at the end of the game is that she she was the villain, and uh, it's it's a hard moment for Sari. that yeah. character, and for and in for the middle Al, of
0: all of this they they are confronted by and survive Darth Vader. Like that is not right. <laughs> right, that's <laughs> cool. harrowing.
2: Yeah, that's like yeah. that's that's really the kind of the pure monster moment, the horror aspect that you, the, the card you pull when it's you know yeah. it's it's I mean, it's out of the frying pan into the fire. Yeah, I just played
0: the game and I still have like nightmares of, <laughs> of, of those last few stages. So I can imagine the characters actually lived through it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot came out of that game. I'm sure there was a lot of work with the story group, but there's like the foundational stuff about the Inquisitorious being mostly sourced from fallen Jedi is amazing or tortured Jedi like that all came out of there. Mm-hmm. You get to see Fortress Inquisitorious a lot in there. Um, there's a lot of really interesting factoids that came out and plus all that great narrative and you know, like um crypt diving that goes on, the study of the Zepho, and like that's um that's always my favorite thing to do is like going into the um temple, like the the temple searches and um yeah. it's, like, yeah. these other like weird Sith mythologies from ages gone by. Like I, that's my favorite stuff and it's got all of that in spades. So it's like great characters, great feeling. Anyways, the novel is going to well, be fantastic. I bet I, don't, I haven't read Sam Maggs before, but um, I'm looking so, forward to what he's going to do.
0: Uh, I want to talk a, a bit about a bit about her in a second, but I, I um, before I get there, I just, it's weird to think of like sometimes um, having a novel based on a video game, world seems strange but fallen order seems to lend itself it's such a yeah. it's such a yeah. it's such a narrative story that like to, to for me there's it just makes sense to have to write a book in this and to experience yeah. these characters like i don't i don't think it's gonna fit um sam mags is uh relatively new to the star wars universe uh she wrote actually in the book we're gonna talk about in a couple of minutes um she wrote she have a story yeah she did she's the she writes the luke the luke on the bright side oh she
1: does luke on the bright side yeah which i have oh, some notes about Fantastic
0: good story. notes um she wrote before that she wrote a few of the comic stories in the star wars adventure series yep. but the thing that i want to talk about that was really interesting is she was the main writer in the knights of the old republic remake
1: no kidding yeah oh, which that just got pushed right
0: uh, yeah but so that's kind of the the the, the what part of that is that yeah, yeah just got indefinitely uh halted um but I'm sure it's not for for any fault of hers, right but but my point being that you know it's interesting that she's kind of walked both of these worlds like yeah. writing for video games and also writing for novels and also writing for novels based on video games right it's such an interesting yeah. experience that she has in the, in the universe
2: yes and really cool. yeah some of the some of the best pun work in the business too
0: yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> hospitable are you kidding
0: hospitable me? yep that stuck <laughs> out to me as well <laughs> that's pretty uh, good pretty I much
2: mean, the, the i would say one of the wittiest of, of the short stories we read i really loved that yeah. that story indeed
1: yeah that's,
2: um, that's luke on the bright side we'll get there i think that's our next segment
1: oh yeah they <laughs> that also a pun as it turns out Yeah, pun game is strong with this one. (laughs)
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Far out, man. Far out. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned about like novelizations of video games. Like, so the only other games that ever happened in Star Wars uh, under Lucasfilm are the Battlefront one and two.
2: Oh, Uh, the Karen Travis books.
1: Yeah. They were really good. They were both really good. Outstanding books. Yeah.
0: Karen Travis is one of my if not my favorite old <laughs> EU right. Star Wars authors um yeah. so good and I'm just currently going through Legacy the Legacy of the Force series yeah um which is after the Yuuzhan on bong war and she she writes like three of the nine novels in there and I forgot about how good of a writer she is
2: yeah and I yeah. I really never looked to read this sort of like video game tie-in novels I, yeah. I i really don't i just wait for the main whatever star wars the, the storytelling that they're doing in the in, in sort of adult novel space but um those books came out and they just caught my eye i remember loving the game and then they were just beautifully written i just loved the action sequences i thought she captured the commandos so well like i just they're they're such good books um and the those twists and turns books,
1: yeah so i'm double checking here because uh I just wanted to make sure we got them right. I don't know if it's Karen. I, so the the second book, um, Inferno Squadron for Battlefront 2, was uh, written by Christy Golden.
2: Okay, I'm talking about the old Republic Command. Yeah, Grand. Oh, you're, you're you're like... Oh, you're back on like the... Old EU.
1: Stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: It's know, EU yeah. at this point, but it, it was still a video game. It was a mainstream video game, and it had some novels. Uh, and then, Yeah. Yeah, and then what you're talking about, the Battlefront books um by Christy Golden are incredible as well. Oh, yeah, there's and it's actually
1: was so Alexander Freed did um did the first one and then Christy Golden did the second one. So it's not Karen Travis though we do love her very much.
0: Wait, and Alexander Freed did he do Alphabet Squadron? Yes
2: he did. Yeah, yeah. okay I, yeah he writes I'm all certain there's uh, some old republic books tie in books too for that video game. Do you know you know the MMO? There's there's actually a few novels.
0: There was one. Uh, <laughs> yeah uh, Yes. I mean, yes, I, I read it.
2: Adam, is that included in your Legends like <laughs> reading
0: list? Oh, 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 Grant. Yes. <laughs> like literally Extraneous, anything. You okay, sort of my, like... my old EU reading list, and, and I apologize for it, includes anything published, including <laughs> short stories in yeah. the role-playing <laughs> magazines, short stories yes, like yes. It, it, it. This is why it's taken me <laughs> since 2004. And and now I'm an old man and will probably, and, and I think based on my reading schedule, I will finish before the end of this year. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I read that. I, I, I mean, I, you also can still great.
2: find connections yeah. between two very obscure I, books.
0: <laughs> I read that book, the book you referring to, which I cannot think of the title. I read that while I, was playing the M, while I was playing the game because I thought it would give me some great hidden thing that I could use in the game. Are oh, you talking
2: about galaxies? You did Did you yeah, play? Yeah, Star
0: Wars Galaxies. Yeah. Yeah. And it, oh, it so books for that mm-hmm. as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure know what it was.
2: And but the, these will this will be fun because I really did like these sort of like archaeological yeah. storytelling in Fallen Order. So that's actually great for novels, like to explore that the the sort of like uh, alien yeah.
1: archaeology stuff. That, that's so cool. Yeah. Super fun. Um, so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. It should be fantastic. Sam Maggs is great. We'll talk about her chapter a bit that she talks about um, in the book. We're about to cover uh, stories of the Jedi and the Sith in just a moment. Take a look. It's in book. of
0: Welcome back to
2: another segment of Reading Rattar. This week we're covering Star Wars stories of Jedi and Sith. Um, numerous authors were brought in for this project. We have Michael Kogi, Alex Segura, Sarwa Chadi, Karen Strong, Delilah S. Dawson, Michael Mar- Maracci, uh Vera Strange, Sam Meggs, Tessa Grat- Gratton, and Roseanne A. Brown. Um, lots of great authors coming in to all these fantastic short stories. Each short story sort of highlighting... A different Jedi or Sith, and um, household names—the ones we know—and so that was great. It was great to get yeah. these kind of these new stories. A lot of new
1: authors, like this, felt like maybe yeah. like an entry point for a lot of people, for a lot of of new talent to do other things, which is always exciting.
2: Right. Well, I think Alex Segura did write the Poe Dameron.
1: Yep. Yeah. We a read a couple it. of them. Yep. Yeah, and like, yeah. Like obviously, like Christy Goldstein's done a it. bunch of stuff, but like a lot of these names are new.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and kind of borrowed from either have never written in Star Wars or yeah. borrowed did a comic issue here or there. So right. I mean, that's why I love this. It's, it's also why I, some of the, uh, from a certain point of view, my favorites is because I like to hear new voices, right, and get yeah. excited about who's going to be telling stories in the future in Star Wars.
2: Yeah. It's Overall, fun, I loved yeah, this book. Like, I thought each yeah. story was so unique and had such a beautiful flair and you really felt the voice of the author. Uh, and Each voice felt very distinct, yet the characters were just – so perfectly realized like just the darth maul story the uh, Ventress story you know like even Anakin somebody, the way they realized the characters yeah. was just flawless
1: they were beautiful. so compelling the stories are so compelling just from the first story on i was just like i i just like opened it up and i couldn't put it down I, i'd like I, you know, you Mm can sense where it's going, and all of them made these stories so exciting where you're like, oh, that character is going to show up right now. Okay, let's go. Like, and you see where they're going to go, and like, I want to hear the story. I want to know where this is going to go. And yeah, it was a fun read. It was super fast. I I read it mostly today, but it was great.
2: How do you guys want to dive through this? Do you guys chronological order? You guys, you guys feeling chronological?
1: I liked your off air idea. Why don't we just. uh, pick some faves and we'll and then we'll go through it i mean honestly yeah, we'll i interested. didn't not like any of these stories no but agreed. um you, you know let's 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 go where we're feeling what we're feeling good about
2: i mean my big shout out here is here is worthless um by delilah estas and that was yeah. i loved that story i thought yeah. just i loved the sort of internal stuff with asajj i think asajj Ventures is is one of the greatest underutilized characters in Star Wars. I almost feel like she'd be great for a video game, she'd be great for her own Disney Plus series like mm-hmm. you know, the person, you know, giving her missions is is Count Dooku, who is more epic and operatic than that character. Like she's just such a fun character. And totally. when she's by herself and she's on these rogue sort of missions and <laughs> and she happens to meet a clone trooper and have you know, they have to work together. It's it's fascinating. The dialogue, the back and forth um, I, I was yeah. laughing I was uh, I was kind of you know I was smirking I was I was just loved kind of like being in his head and I thought Dallas Dawson just nailed yeah. that character and beautiful beautiful short story
0: yeah I, I agree I think I just I, I, I want to echo uh, Assad Ventures' character so fascinating and I think one that is often underlooked because she's most of her story is told within the Clone Wars right the cartoon yeah and oh, and so when she lived, yeah, yeah, but like the, oh, you mean the, Clone
1: Wars, the show, the animation, the show. show yeah.
0: But I, I mean, it's one of those ones that I, I really think we forget how two characters created for that show, uh, Ahsoka and Savage Ventress, are two of the most fascinating Star Wars characters, right? So and, cool. and, and yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. they yeah and so if you you know if you don't read a lot of novels or you know you know her from the animated series it's great but she is a very complicated and interesting character and mm-hmm. she does she's featured prominently in both um duko duku Jedi lost which was an audiobook but I think it's out on in it's published now um in paperback if you want to read it and uh also she is in I, I One of my favorite Star Wars books, Dark Disciple, which is the novelization of the season of Clone Wars that didn't get made. And it would have featured like she would have been the star of that whole season. Um, You know, this is a little bit of an aside, but, um, you know, we had Meg Dowell on here talking about books and talking about um, Shadow of the Sith. A couple weeks ago and you know she's like okay these are my top five novels which is like a brave thing and we don't talk about like our our top five in novels very often here and it got me sort of thinking about it and i have to say like dark Disciple is in my top five for sure um yeah that that book is is outstanding i mean because the characters are like sort of b characters in a lot of ways um but but the com- complexity of of uh of Asajj Ventress is just so compelling because she is a good person. She is sort of a fallen Jedi, um, sort of a marginalized Jedi, and then has her own motivations. And they're like, but it's like it's a good anti-hero sort of um, yeah. character.
0: Now, I, I remember that book uh, as a completionist. I remember that sitting on my shelf and kind of finally starting it and thinking, well, it's just one I have to read to get, you know, to to yeah.
1: catch to them all. all. Yeah,
0: and then about like. I don't know, twenty pages. I'm like, this is really good, and then just it, it, it did. It just raised so high by in, in my esteem. Um, and, and similarly, I know Delilah Est- Estos didn't write that book, but she's written two books. Um, yeah. Two full. She's written a lot of comics and short stories, but the two books that she's written for Star Wars are Phasma and Galaxy's Edge Black Spire. Yeah. And well, Phasma. Those... Those yeah. are both great.
2: We, we love both those books.
0: Yeah. yeah. And Phasma is definitely probably out of my top five. In, just, in I
2: just, I love, and she, yeah, just her way with words. And I just thought the short story format, I thought it was just my favorite story of them all, just because. Yeah. I, she uses the title immediately. She's like, you know, Asajj to herself is like, this battle seemed worthless. And I'm like, that's her entire character kind of wrapped up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Everyone 20%. is worthless.
2: Yeah. I was like, yeah, everyone's worthless there. And I was like, that is. It's just I love the distillation of her character. I thought that I thought this was like the most distilled. Um, yeah, and I just really admire the short story and the structure.
1: Right. This is pure Asajj, you know, like, yes, she has in these books and novelizations. She goes through some like, doc. Rallies who doesn't and, yeah.
2: love doc.
1: I mean, oh, yeah. might be my new yeah. favorite
2: clone trooper. Like
1: I'm trying to think it's... if he, I think he made it into a, a clone wars episode or something. I, I think I know I've, I've seen it in, in the,
2: yeah. And I would love to check yeah. it out because let's, I mean, we could Wikipedia that, but um, let's, let's push on to other stories just because there's so many good ones in here. We just yeah. worthless. So good. I want to shout out that one up front. I just really, really love that story. Um, Guys, Vader in a jungle. I'm always here for Vader in a jungle. Vader, Vader in a jungle, stalking yeah. around in a jungle, just a, that imagery and fighting a, a invisible camo lion. Like, are you
1: dragon lion? Yeah,
2: I loved all of that. I thought that was great. Uh, that was Blood Moon Rising um, by uh, Vera Strange. Yeah, uh, I thought that yeah. was so
0: good. Why well, don't I really? Yeah, can this. I jump in and say kind of my number one? Um yeah. Go for and, and I wanna I wanna do this based on. I did the audiobook. I listened to the audiobook. And so they had multiple narrators for oh, these. Cool.
1: cool. Um,
0: but the one, and it was a perfect combination and it was, it was the ghosts of mall. Yeah. And this is written. This is read by Sam Witwer. Oh, great. Oh, and, Sometimes I won't name names, but I've listened to other Star Wars audiobooks written read by and oh, that's actors. crazy because there's other characters that arrive mm-hmm. in that. And story. I will talk about those momentarily. Does he do those um, voices as well? Yep. Uh and I and I'll talk about that in a second. But I've listened to other Star Wars books written read by some of the actors, and it's just been kind of hit or miss. He goes full mall through this entire thing. So you know his growly angry. Yeah. yeah like it's it's incredible it's it's listening to mall talk that's so cool. i just wrote time. down
2: like yeah cell phone mall cell phone yes it's just raging <laughs> and him. i just, it's just moved, raging, yes. it, I just it, moved it's, past that i was like yeah prison of his own making and then yep. i just press period just, <laughs> i know tortured
0: I just, uh it, but oh, it was he is so really, man, jumping,
1: pushing yeah. that boulder up the up the
0: hill uh, and you get that and so I think that was kind of getting both of those things were so great and uh and so I always forget that Sam words an American right like I watched the American version of being yeah. human which was kind of one of the things he was big on yeah and and I'm like I, I halfway through this thing I had to pause and be like is he British doing American accents in shows because it's usually that way, but he's American doing
1: oh British and that shit. British
0: and doing really well. And then he's also doing all the other voices. So when it's General Grievous, um, he does General Grievous general and they put Pug-o-B. the general and they put the General Grievous filter on it, but he actually sounds like Grievous. Um, he sounds like like Palpatine, like every other character, he does a really good job of actually wow. imitating their voices. It's oh, and wow. I was really impressed by it.
1: Oh, cool. So they let him just flex a little bit. And like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can Ultimate do GM territory. Yeah. And how was his uh, Liam Neeson?
0: His, oh, that's the one. Thank you. I knew there was one. Spot on. It sounded like he was doing Liam Neeson. It's, I have a particular so set of skills. <laughs> no, honestly. Yes. Like, yeah. Spot on. And so um, he. Wait, I we believe, got uh,
2: yeah. taken the short story in this anthology series. I just don't oh, yeah. <laughs> Yes. We nope. sure did.
1: We did get. Oh my gosh, we did get taken. <laughs> yeah, that is so weird. Got took. The second yeah. story is called "Resolved" by Alex Segura, and it is essentially.
2: <laughs> yeah, taken. I guess we don't need to cover it. It's, if you've seen the movie Taken, I'm just joking.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah his daughter cool. with
0: Adawan. It's 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 very true. I also want to shout out because I we had uh, Meg on a couple of weeks ago, and I can't remember if she mentioned this on air or off air, but she mentioned that she had gotten a a copy of the ascension legends book uh darth maul shadow hunter but she'd gotten the audio version and sam whitward reads that too and she had mentioned just like not spoiling but like you're not gonna believe yeah wow and now and i haven't gotten any of the audio books for the essentials but i'm 100 percent gonna go back and get this now listen to this because to listen to him narrate 250 pages of maul yeah. is so good like it's it was just and and I just I again I, I know I'm I'm gushing a little bit but like again reading an audiobook is a very special skill because it's not just reading like you have to like think about like every form first person third person all of this and he's able to hit every inflection perfectly like I was really impressed I want I want Sam Whitward to read all of my audiobooks
1: <laughs> he's a pro
0: he's yeah he's a pro man and yeah. who knew who knew
1: Indeed. Well, so that was actually—I think that was going to be my
0: first. Oh, sorry. Um,
1: but but no, I, I as we were having this conversation, I um, changed it a bit. How's your mic there, uh, Grant? Is it drooping? Oh, it droopy mic.
2: It, you know, just having a little. It's just the stand is giving me a little some problems right now. It's. Give I can tell. I can it tell. should it be droopy. but cool over there.
1: Yeah. So if you hear that rustling sound, that's Grant it, rustling it with, with his microphone droid. Um, yeah, so, uh, I think, I think I'm just going to pick, um, you know, like, cause, cause I did love the, the mall one cause mostly because, uh, dark side castle, like my goodness. Oh, um, right. Sith right.
2: castle. That was Sith
1: castle. Like, yeah, that's, those are like my two favorite things. So, um, all about that. But, uh, I think I'm just, I'm going to pick, um, Michael Coggy, Cog, um, oh, what yeah. a Jedi makes. Oh yeah, well,
2: it was That's, so yeah. good. That almost yeah. was my number one, just because. Yeah, same. The perspective, I, I think,
0: right? Yeah. Like,
1: yeah, I think we overlook it because it was the first one. You know. Yeah, you're just There's kind of them.
0: settling in, and
1: yeah. yeah, and um, it just like, yeah, no, the the POV and like the whole you don't know like is this kid really like you think he's force sensitive in the beginning, and then it's like all this stuff, and then like the cool like Yoda cameos, and um, I just uh. Yeah, it was just a, I don't know, it was just a really it felt was just compelling story. You,
2: you really got a sense of the geography and, like, it felt sprawling when you, like, and it, it just read with with ease. Like, it was just, it you really felt like you were in Coruscant. You were with this orphan from the Undercity sort of exploring, yeah. Yeah. like, just outside the Jedi Temple. And I heard it was built on a mountain and, you know, all this kind of cool mm-hmm. stuff. And then there's uh,
1: probably still some fauna in, um, or some flora in... Uh, in Coruscant at this point because it happens in the old republic era
2: yeah and he's kind of like darting yeah. around processional way High which republic. is like that long walkway that goes to the temple which is yeah so iconic um and then you yeah. talk about temple guards and
1: oh yes that was my uh, favorite line yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah I, had I had that like highlighted as well yeah. and like they have double-bladed lightsabers and like there's a story that's like almost like 300 it's like Thermopylae. it's like three temple guards fought off like
1: three three thousand
2: it's like just yeah, a yeah. legend that's just going yeah. around the temple. I was like, yep. that's great. So e, that? I need
0: 300. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Why not give Zack <laughs> so, Snyder that? See. That it was. Yeah. <laughs> right. That <laughs> that that was go for it. Temple guards. So, that's Don't such worries. a Zack Snyder, Snyder yeah. movie right there. It's just temple yeah. guards yeah, yeah, yeah. flexing it's so for true. like 120. Yeah. yeah. Between so the true. monoliths stood three masked sentinels with armed with cylindrical hilts and double bladed lightsaber pikes. These were the temple guards, an elite group elite core, sorry, of Jedi chosen to defend the temple against intruders. So exceptional were they in combat that it was rumored in ages past, a mere three had turned back an army of 3,000. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. yeah. that would That's <laughs> yeah. like Movie. the, we'll the byline, get...
0: right? Dream Dream line. I know, right? Just give us that. They were I... not to be trifled with. So please do not trifle. <laughs> Yeah, it was also good in the story to see to get a little bit of Yoda in the High Republic because mm-hmm. we got a little bit of him in in the Phase One, right? He was he was mostly in the IDW comic series right. um, for a while, and then he just disappeared, literally. Well, good news—he is getting his own comic run
2: this fall, just entitled Yoda. It's just do we he's... know is
0: it High Republic era? Or do we know? Uh, I guess it must I'm be. I'm guessing.
2: No, no. It's actually the description is he's on Dagobah recollecting his year as uh, so it's it's a be, Jedi. And sp- I think he goes all the way back to High yeah. Republic and then forward. I would love to before, see. before High, before, Republic, yeah. High
0: Republic? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. There's yeah, still like, happened.
1: what, 600, uh, 700 years before High yeah. Republic of his life?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, I remember yeah, those first be... 50
1: years when I couldn't talk. Yeah. <laughs> Or oh, maybe it's
0: going to go all the way around. The inevitable, first memory inevitable will be him with who... uh, the Mandalorian. Oh time travel.
1: Yeah. Can there be? Yeah. Can there be only two? Does that mean there's? I don't
2: know. I don't, don't know. You just Where find is... Rogu went through a world between worlds and it's just a loop. Yeah, exactly.
0: Just yeah. Like... <laughs> don't forget. Time travel yeah. happens in Star Wars. It's yeah. a thing. Oh, man. It's canon.
1: All right. Easy. All
0: Let's... Morning
2: porridge. I want some morning <laughs> porridge <laughs> that's, that's at the Jedi sand. Temple.
1: Yeah, yeah, I bet it's delicious. I would like
2: to attend uh, the breakfast at the Jedi Temple, the morning porridge, uh, <laughs> the, the the first pouring of the morning porridge. I would like to attend
1: that. Yes, that sounds lovely. But it also, um,
2: it also feels big when you they mentioned two different sections of the Undercity. He's like from 1312 and she's from like 1014. Yeah, like, oh, it's so 13, cool. 13. Like, yes, like, it just yeah, feels he's bigger. like
1: 1014. Woof.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, that's a bad area. She's I like, yeah, I try to forget. Yeah. It's like, whoa. <laughs> what well, goes on in 1014?
1: Yeah, we don't even talk about that. Right. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, she's like, I literally repressed all those memories. <laughs> <laughs> those, he's like, yeah, I was there. I don't remember anything on purpose. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was I, I don't know. It just so that story just sucked me into this book. And then it was just a wild lovely lovely ride after that. So I'll I'll um I'll give Michael Coggy the uh the props yeah. for that one, man. They're really good. But um and, and Grant, I thought for sure. Too. Oh, yeah. what were you gonna say? Yeah, about? please.
0: No, no, you go for it, Ben.
1: I was just I mean, Grant, I was I was curious that you Master. didn't choose Tessa Grattan's masters. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I was yeah, like, this, let's talk about masters. Yeah, coming to a head right now. It's it's masters. Yeah, yeah, masters is. I mean, it's it's sort of like, I think it is the most poetic and like most beautiful short story in the book. Like, I really do love it. I feel like it's great. It's just it's a lot of overlap with the film, so it's like I yeah I loved that, but I kind of know knew where it was going. But then when it adds like this little new yeah. nugget that I actually love. Yeah, that makes yeah. perfect sense to me.
0: I'm it OK with perfect it. Sense
2: yeah. to me. I, some people yeah. might not like it, but it makes perfect sense to me that a sort of like, fading sort of like, you know, force ghost of Yoda would appear before the emperor. Like a sort of like it's it's not entirely visible like a Jedi, but it's like Yoda's essence and Yoda's being is sort of in that room for just like a beat with yeah. the Emperor when he passes, and the Emperor's cackling and, you know, thinking he's won because Yoda's passed, and he senses that the Force has shifted, right? It's sort of been like a tectonic yeah. shift, I imagine, in the Force.
1: Yeah, it's something here, like, yeah, it wasn't he, him finally sensing Yoda, it was that Yoda was everywhere. <laughs> when yeah. he became one with the Force, and it was just like, hit him like a tidal wave.
2: I and, mean, it, it is weird that he's kind of speaking aloud, like, you know, I've already won, and then Yoda's like, you know, win, you cannot. And it was yeah. like, that was pretty cool. Like, I liked that a lot. I just, and it's, it's a pretty impactful
0: story. I would say it's the
2: most impactful of all the short stories.
0: Yeah. And this happens literally minutes before Palpatine's downfall. No pun intended.
2: Right. Yeah. Because then <laughs> hey, He, goes to, sit, good he one. goes to sit in the chair and await the arrival of young Skywalker.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, and yeah. that's it. And like, then there's what, 15 minutes of just this, whatever. And then he's down a shaft. And, and yes, as he's he laughing, came, his then, then he comes back. Kind of but you know what I mean. Like as he's done, laughing, yeah.
2: as he, his his laugh kind of like carries down, like Dopplers down the shaft that he dies in, or yes. whatever. Like there's a yeah. really interesting poetic sort yeah. of imagery that uh, the author's getting at. Uh, really loved masters. Again, there's just a lot of overlap with the film, so I didn't want to
0: jump on that I, one, obviously, because the films are already like just masterpieces. No, so. I will say when I was reading this book, I was like, I'm enjoying it. It's starting. I'm liking getting into Sheev's brain and him kind of talking about everything. And then it retells the Yoda. She fight from episode three, like in yeah. detail, yeah, like word like, for, for word, word for I'm word. Like, and so I'm
1: sitting I'm here. Like, I read this novelization right. already.
0: <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. So I'm sitting here going, and, and this ends happily, but I'm sitting here going, why are we doing this? Yeah. What What is going on? And then when it cuts to Yoda and then it comes back to Sheev, I'm like, Oh, yeah. I see what we're doing here. Dots where you never
2: really connect them when you watch the films, which is, that's why I think that's so beautiful and, and sort of. uh, Yeah. Just that the
0: two, the two
2: masters always connected. Also Tessa Grattan also just uh, is perfect at writing Sheev. I mean, when he's just like, yes, she talks about all his titles and then he's like only the weak call me emperor. You know what I mean? Like, it's true. Like anyone who's going to call him the emperor is weak and not looking at it like, he shouldn't be in power. He's, you know, this, this deceptive, you know, deceptive kind of tyrannical.
1: They don't even know half the story. If they're calling him emperor, he's like, that was just like a side project. Like I am the master.
0: It starts with him just naming all of his titles and names, right? Like just going, I've been called many things and yeah.
1: There's a sheave drop in there. Sheave alert.
0: Yep. Um, Yeah. And I think so. Tessa Grattan wrote prior to this, or no, this is this is Tessa's uh first work. And then, Star Wars, yeah. and then and then they, I don't, I don't know, I didn't check pronouns, but they um they have two books in the next higher public phase. So Path cool. of Deceit and uh, and writing which is young adults, and then Quest for Planet X. So yeah. that's gonna be great.
2: Ben, did you also see that Palpatine says I have had several apprentices?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah but i mean i know i mean he yeah, has, the,
2: yeah we know he had numerous apprentices but...
1: i mean you could just say like hey, seven, well he had me. i mean, I mean I that know. we know of he had right. several. I,
2: would, I would have a you know i dabbled with a i had dabbled with a few apprentices but several for me I mean, was kind of provocative
0: i was like what does that mean i mean if we're well, getting all technical a few is three to seven and several is more yeah, than seven Yeah,
1: Malduku anakin right or Malduku dooku yeah. Vader, technically yeah um but and yeah, but it, but there's some like there's plenty room for other there's room for more. Yeah, And I think actually. Oh, my gosh. I don't think it's canon, but I think in one of the early mall novelizations, there was like another apprentice that that he had to like fight out to like win being um, Palpatine's apprentice.
0: I think you're right. That sounds familiar. Sorry,
1: it's been a long time. Yeah. Um, And I wasn't reading for you know, podcast level comprehension. At right. that point. So, uh, but yeah, it's, I don't know. So don't quote me on that. But uh, yeah, there, there's there. I think there were some, some things going on there. And now that we know that like Dooku, you know, had a sage and like, there's all these sort of like side pieces going around with the Sith Lords. It's like, no, no, no. They're just an assassin that happens to be really strong in the force. No big deal. And it's sort of tolerated, even though the whole rule of two thing. Um, so. Yeah, who knows? And plus, we don't, you know, the whole life of, you know, what happened after Anakin died, right? And he's just a force apparition. Was there something, like, was his dark spirit, like, creating some sort of I mean, technically, Kylo, is he tangentially an apprentice of, you know, of Palpatine, of Sidious? Because, like, Sidious in Rise of Skywalker's, like, I've been... Pulling your every string, I've been planning. Oh uh, yeah, I would.
0: And then I mean,
2: technically, is
1: Snoke? I was going to say, I I don't want to
2: like open this can. Continuing on technical uh,
1: Yes, Yes, Snoke is technically an apprentice, but this all happens before then. So,
2: yeah, he's Snoke's apprentice though. And I'd like to think that Snoke has like that the Luke's hand
0: stuff going on. And I also that is my head cannon as well. Uh, yeah, but we (laughs) will see. That's poetic. He left
1: Luke just to join another Luke. You know
0: yeah that's this kind is, of meet my superior it's like yeah it's like person yeah.
2: luke. hubris is just embodied in that <laughs> like oh you yeah. thought you would get teachings from someone else yeah. but it's just a twisted version
1: of, of like, yeah
2: palpatine uh, and luke yeah
1: yeah wild um, yeah it would be probably a double strand cast it'd be like half luke half palpatine would be what snoke is
2: or it's like to try to yeah. make luke you just it turns into a Snoke or something yeah
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But like the genetic material This conversation material material actually, this conversation actually
2: pertains to the game we're gonna play at the end of the night. So.
1: Honestly.
0: Oh oh,
2: fun fun. All right, oh, the
1: game! We're doing a game <laughs> yeah, yeah. every week, everybody. Yeah. So uh, stick yeah. around till the end.
2: But but Jedi's duty. I just wanted to highlight that story. I, uh, a Jedi's. Oh duty, yes, so did like, I. I. Yeah. yeah strong. That's, I thought yeah. that was really fun. I always love sophie and I think Luminara Undula is like has the greatest drip of all Jedi ever. Yeah. I Think she's the ultimate yeah. like.
1: She's swaggy swagged
2: out that <laughs> well, i all time um i love luminara and doll and Dooley, I
0: think. yeah and and reading barris is interesting too because especially because of we know her eventual end right or yeah. her, her story yeah and you get little you get little like flavors of where that's coming she's from like the, in this I think she's like, the, yeah i think she's yeah. like the
2: best analog for sort of like the jedi order during this time like she kind of. Yes. Has she is kind of the microcosm of what's happening with the Clone Wars more than any other character, I would argue. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just because she's unsettled by the Clone Wars. She doesn't really understand it. She's feeling like emotionally, um, you know, um, I don't know, damaged or sort of like right. torn about it all. And it's just that's what's permeating the galaxy right now. And, and like this, this story kind of made me think. Maybe mental health is what the Jedi needed around this time. A yes. lot of them yeah. seem very paranoid. I think mental health yeah. is the big standout issue that we're not highlighting when we talk about the politics yeah. of the Clone Wars. No, I think that's I think really it is the, it's the most cyclical. needed. It's the yeah. most needed. Because Because all the Jedi seem paranoid that a darkness has already overtaken the Republic. What is that? That is, like, some conspiracy level. That is, like, some crazy thinking that, like, they
0: need to talk to people, talk to. It's also, like, also, like, pay attention to warning signs. Barris is, like, (sighs) left and missed because everyone is focused on the macro level, like, war. And no one's paying attention to the soldiers, right? Like, the other thing that we see, and, like, not to get too political or not even political but it get to like like real life is like we see this we see the people we put mm-hmm. in there and we don't into the front lines and we don't pay attention to what they're suffering from right and yeah. so like
1: we don't take care of them when they're out of off the right
0: yeah
2: to one jedi at some point the jedi is just like you know we should all remember our duty as jedi and not let count dooku and the dark side of the force get the better of us or something like yeah. that. Like they're so they've they've made this other at this point yeah and they're playing yeah. it up to such a such a way that it's it's just this towering yeah um you know nemesis and i'm like you can't do like you honestly need to try to see you know if whatever you're fighting it's probably fighting like, whoever the people who are being sucked into this campaign of for the in the confederacy of independent systems whoever is joining that cause like there's still there's still gonna be innocent people there like you know there's still there's still hope within those that enemy that it doesn't have to just be evil. Like it kind of made this made Dooku into this pure evil that is not yeah. good. It, it destroyed the order basically.
1: Yeah. Yes. I think it's yeah. just kind of crazy that like you have these Buddhists that have been Buddhists for 10,000 years. And then like Sidious is just like in the emperor, you know, Palpatine sort of shifts in, you know, works the, le- the levers of power in such a way that suddenly they just they take on this military doctrine <laughs> and it's like yeah. it's gone from this like holistic mindfulness to like we are generals there's a war to win this is our role now and they just like it, it you know they just like morph into this military complex all of a sudden and, and it just makes so much sense that someone like baris afi is like i got into this to be a healer and a gardener and like you know, and, and to help people. And you want me to do like go on and like this mission. And like, okay. I just watched all my friends die. And like, I don't believe in any of this at all. And I was not raised to believe in any of this. And it, you know, it, it is sort of ludicrous. Obviously, it's a movie and it's a story, but it's sort of ludicrous when you put it through that
0: lens. Yeah, no, it is. And and but and, I think that's what George was going for, right? I think yeah. I think that's Lucas is thinking about. This is the downfall of the Jedi. I don't think he in his heart of heart thinks Jedi should be generals in a war right i don't think that's the lesson yeah. we're supposed to take away
1: right from right. star wars yeah but it's just like ludicrous um, that it actually yeah happened. it's like the fact right. that yoda and right. like i mean if mace is a leader on this council like he just slid right into war general you know it's was just like yep i'll be yep. in the war room if you need me you know sending people to their deaths yeah. and like and, and, and here's he our armor
0: it. like yeah everyone yeah. just throw on their armor and become generals like and yeah. command all these people having no training like it's it's wacky um to I mean, it, it does just make to take it, like they need yeah. them.
1: Like, what if the yeah, actually, that was one of the questions that I had when I was reading this. What if the like Jedi just said no? And we might have talked about this about 100 episodes ago, but let's work. We
0: hashing. have, yeah,
1: what, what if the Jedi were like, nope, not fighting in your war? You know, Oof. I it, lately it seems like they would have just gotten steamrolled by the separatists, and then right. I don't know. You know, I don't know what Sidious would have done after that, but the well, whole point was to get the Jedi's fighting in the war, so that he would have them in a vulnerable place to be able to stab them all in the back at the same time. So or, maybe the Jedi Order would have survived.
0: Can I give you uh, an alternative possible outcome? Oh yeah, if there's so many more positive. So like, so we see at end of Episode Nine that like, there's it, It's a bit ham fisted, but there's like, it's not an army. It's just people, right? Like you get that. Right. You get that line. Yeah. But this thing is like probably what would have happened there's no standing army but there's a lot of people who are trained and who have experience so you probably would have had a standing army of the republic pretty quickly and then you know what the jedi would have been the jedi would have been actual like people who could have negotiated peace because they would not have been warriors on either side so probably what would have happened is they would have negotiated peace in the galaxy right. pretty quickly
1: and if you're, yeah, if you're like, okay, time to defend your own home, you know, then yeah. suddenly every, we are the Republic again, right? It's yeah. like everyone's, it's exactly. it, it binds yeah. the Republic together.
0: And the Republic and the, and the Jedi are impartial negotiators. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which is kind of what, what should they have should be. Happened. Yeah. And then they wouldn't have all died. And it really would have foiled um, Sidious's Sidious. plan.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because he um, wouldn't
2: cause have been, like, he wouldn't have become, but you gotta Emperor. think the droids were invading. Yeah. I think I read a lot of books where it's like, this the chapter is like the droid. The separatist droid army has invaded the city, invaded the area, and the yeah. republic is look seen like to be like liberators. You know, That's yeah, that's yeah. That's the yeah. dynamic. Yeah. Um, but as droids, like no one's thinking about like the programming and like who is who's at the head of the droid army, who is sending the the orders, like right. dismantling that. Almost like and, more intelligence running, more intelligence ops. Right,
0: the that Jedi can investigate
2: battling the busy. fields, like. It just seems like you're going to fight like these mass-produced, you know, like yeah. killing machines. It's just well, you're throwing organics against it. It just doesn't.
0: Yeah, it's no, a bad it, idea. It's a bad it's idea. A totally but th- bad also idea. think about think about the amount of work that Obi Wan does in Episode Two when he's not being a general. He's actually running investigations and mm-hmm. discovering things. Yeah, more Obi yeah. work needed to happen, right? So yeah. the Jedi would be free to actually. They need like an intelligence to investigation to yeah. do intelligence, figure yeah. this stuff out. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. and yeah. the fact that everyone's sensing this dark cloud over everything, wouldn't that be the time to pull yeah. back and be let's like, go let's go investigate think about that. that. Yeah. let's think about that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: that's yeah. our purview. Let's go through it. I mean, so we're we're, we're talking about it, whether we're meaning to or not. Um, Sarwat Chata's, uh the Eye of the Beholder. Um, mm-hmm. This is the story of Anakin Skywalker and Obi Wan Kenobi, and um, and we've seen what a million stories about Obi-Wan and Anakin at this point. And I was like, okay, you know,
0: I mean, fascinated. The summer
1: of Obi-Wan. it was, yeah, it is really the summer of Obi-Wan. Um, but the fact that we got the POV of the like children that were being saved, it, it totally um, yeah. just breathed new life and it, it made this story so fresh and so cool. And so you're seeing through this lens of just like, what did I just see? These are myths unfolding before my eyes. And it was, such a fun perspective and like just it really it yeah it it is a a fun perspective but it's the perspective right that's what they are these the jedi are this mystical peacekeepers that are really cool with cool laser swords doing awesome things and saving people and being selfless and uh that story was awesome it was real it was so so
2: good it was very cinematic i would i would say this was almost the most cinematic of the stories because you felt like you were on this this planet is burning because it's deemed, uh, of low strategic values or that's what that's what they yeah. say themselves. But, you know, they're still hoping someone will save them. These two kids, uh, Zora and, and Dumu's her brother or yeah. younger brother, yeah. whatever. Um, and then, uh, they are, they're basically like, uh, running around these like abandoned buildings and, uh, these battle droids are like executing like a standard terminate termination protocol. And like, yeah, basically like combing through rooms and just taking out whatever, whatever living beings are in those rooms or what it's yeah. just, it's and all the infrastructure. Stuff. It was it felt terrifying. Like almost the Raptors in yeah. Jurassic park. Like it just, I almost saw oh, that scene yeah. as I was reading that, that part specifically. Yeah. And then of course, to the rescue or right. Anakin Skywalker beautifully described as he comes in, just like crushes a
1: droid. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in the blink of an eye. Yeah. Um. So that's that's one thing that this story did really, really well, and it's uh, I think it's not told enough. Is sort of like they touch about on it a little bit in the Mandalorian, but like to the average being in the galaxy, these droids are terrifying. And if you've ever gone to like any of the prop shows or something, those B one battle droids are like six and a half feet tall. Of like yeah, i almost know, like a ton of like another.
2: Steel galaxy's edge that they open up at some point that is like clone wars era and it is yeah. like droid controlled city where it's like super battle droids and droids are just like constantly accosting people and like yeah. animatronic droids are just walking around that would
1: be that. the scariest park of all time because they are but it's so funny it. <laughs> from, yeah. from the jedi's point it would view love theory. that park yeah i would love it yeah but then
2: clone yeah. troopers like liberate in a gunship or something you know what i mean like you get it every yeah. day there's like three I mean, o'clock the you're clones. all
0: just basically describing the original michael creighton Westworld. but anyway <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> so they're gonna go they're gonna get sentient and go and go bad
1: yeah, yeah. wait a second roger roger let's get out of here um but that's it's just funny because they get to have it both ways it's like when they're introduced they're sort of comic, but it's because we see it through the Jedi's point of view and they're just lightsaber fodder and they, they have these funny, right. like as soon as things go wrong, they get really funny and which would probably be even more terrifying if you were getting hunted by these things. But, but they are, yeah, they're like velociraptors. Yeah, that's why it's, it's kind of
2: scary in this short story where it's like turning on infrared, you know what I mean? Like, yes. like turning on their night vision. It's, it's spooky. It's like, they're coming after you
1: yeah. targeting you. It's pretty scary. Yeah, it's like yeah, the Terminator or something like a.
0: It's yeah. true. Yeah, it's super. They it did such a good job with that. Um, I want to talk a second. We've already talked a bit about um, Luke on the bright side. Uh, <laughs> <but I'm> looking <laughs> over my notes and and Sam uh, uh, Max might have written my favorite line in Star Wars history. I I want to read right? this real quick. Uh, this is from Luke's perspective. Uh, I've always need to be helpful, mostly of use. That's what my aunt Peru liked to call me in the sweetest way. She didn't have a not sweet bone in her body, her bones. Oh. Don't think about that.
1: Don't think about that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I highlighted it is, that passage too. That it it made me laugh and it made me go, Oh, that's that's dark. And like it's one of those things because I remember as a kid, and I think all of us did. Like that scene still traumatizes me. Like, I, like they just that, yeah. that that quick cut of just the, the smoking skeletons, skeletons. Of, yeah. of of you know Owen and Baru. It's rough. When you're yeah. a kid to see and like and like Luke saw that like that is trauma right like that's gonna like be Luke's the, uh, there all the
2: time yeah the rebel just offhandedly is just like we're in the galaxy's worst ice cream shop and I was in there on <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: yeah. yeah yeah so witty yeah lots of great
1: there's a lot yeah. of jokes in that one there's
0: a lot it's, of jokes it was good it yeah. was really well written I appreciate yeah. the back and forth. Yeah, it is.
1: It, it is. It is funny, dopey Luke, which we but know, I also get yeah, absolutely love so,
0: uh, Sam Maggs's
2: descriptions of Tatooine. Like, I really love those yeah. parts of the story. Uh, it's kind of swept me away. I thought it was really beautifully described and diving yeah. into Luke sort of soaking in the atmosphere of his home world. I really
0: well, just the just that. the opening monologue about darkness, mm-hmm. yeah, right from Luke's yeah. side of just like there 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 isn't really like that's not a thing on the desert planet.
1: Yeah, on that yeah. one, because it's uh, a lot of people know that Tatooine has two suns, but did you know they had three moons? Um, yeah, or it has three moons, and she names them, She which names is cool. The
2: moons, man. yeah, 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 so
1: cool. Yeah, Super really cool. pretty cool. So not a lot of darkness actually on that planet ever, but I love that it's it's you're going on the journey with Luke in his relationship with darkness. So at the beginning, he's yes. like, you know, he gives this very scientific explanation of like darkness, and but then he like gets to the Gets to his real why, where he's yeah. like, I am afraid of the darkness because I'm afraid I'll get used to it. Um, right. Yeah. Which is hardcore.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, we get the, almost the entire journey of Luke's character in this yeah. short story that we see him in the movies, like episode, you know, six or uh, four yeah. through nine or four through eight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the, the one we haven't talked about, which is the last one, which is the, the Rosanna Brown uh, through the turbulence featuring Ray which is our only story that takes place in the sequel era. Um, mostly because we only have one true Jedi and Mm -hmm. Sith in that era. Like, I guess there's debates about whether or not to have Ben or not and, or Kylo and all that. Um, and, and, you know, just a quick shout out to this is lit, uh, which is, (laughs) which is Meg's, uh, podcast. Uh, she had an interview, uh, with Roseanne Brown a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago. Um, Definitely check that out because Roseanne, this is her first, uh, first foray into the Star Wars galaxy. She's no other credits with it. I love this source story. I so was... did I. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I yeah definitely.
1: Yeah. I think we've name dropped Meg seven times now. I think we can get to ten if we work really hard. Yeah. <laughs> um. But uh, she. Yeah. That the, check out the her interview with Rosanne Brown. Um. I don't want to blow too much of it, but I do. No. there was one little nugget that I'd love to bring out. Um, it's just, she's Roseanne a Brown sounds like just the sweetest person in the world. Um, but she said, you know, we get some of like, you know, a lot of like people helping Luke through his like trauma that he goes through. But like, we don't see a lot of that. Like Ray totally went through that and here she is and like, and we never get to go through it. And that was a story she wanted to tell. And so, yeah. Mm. It was uh, it makes a lot of sense. So it's, it's a very essential story. And um, it was good. It, it was good ground laying. And you get a lot of the the post stuff that's necessary. Um, and which,
0: cool. which is fun because I always think about one of the things I always, you know, there's a couple of like like random factoids. I, I talk about people with the with the sequel trilogy, like, you know, randomly that, you know, Ben, when Ben comes back, he says one word, which is ow, like it's my favorite yeah, yeah. thing about it, like. And uh, but like the other thing is that like Poe and Ray don't meet until the the very end of episode eight. Yeah. And and when you see him again in episode nine, they have a full form relationship at that point. They're razzing each other. They know each other. And so it's nice to see the story set in between that kind of investigates kind of their relate the building of their relationship of their friendship, Mm -hmm. which I really enjoyed. Yeah, Yeah,
1: that's what I meant by it's necessary with Poe. Yeah, I I like the character a lot, but it's like, I want more of it. I want more of it. And I want more of his development and sort of who he is and what is he doing when he's not in the cockpit of a a fighter.
0: We got some of it in comics, but I I really want an episode 8.9 novel, right? That just is is just Ray, you know, just just Ray, Finn, Poe. Yeah, just kind of learning each other, you know, uh, you know, becoming. Close one another. One another. Um, yeah, yeah. There I is think we're going to five-part comic series that does yeah. cover a little. Yeah, bit I art. think it's the. Is it what is it called? I can't. I, I was thinking the same one, and I can't remember. It's like it's no. the Allegiance. Allegiance. That's right. Yes. Yeah.
1: Oh wow,
2: good pull. Wow, pull. Yeah, you dug oh. deep and you found it.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> nice, he's our resident expert. I uh, like yeah, I think they're going to. You know, with a sequel trilogy, I think there's people are not wanting too much sequel stuff right now. They have sort of had it. We just had like the end of the the sequel trilogy and all that. And so I think Lucasfilm is going back. They're starting from Return of the Jedi and they're creeping forward in the Mandoverse and they're just going to keep creeping and creeping. And in like 10 years, um, there's, you know, the people that grew up with the sequel trilogy and really love it um, are going to want, you know, there'll be that need for more. And then, you know, I think they'll start exploring a lot more of that space in between um, yeah. The sequel, you know the sequel trilogy, and I mean there really isn't much space. The only space is that year between uh, episode eight and episode nine. But I think you know eventually we're gonna get that in in living color. Yeah. But, and right. hopefully we get a sequel sequel content. You know? Oh, we will. If they don't want to do another trilogy, yeah. that's cool. But like, what if it's of more of like a series. Game of
2: Thrones or a Rings of Power and it's sort of like Ray, like, you know, 20, 30 years from now or something. And it's like, yeah, dives into a lot of the politics and like what's going on. And just, I don't know, that could be yeah. fun. Because as much as I want movies, I almost feel like those characters are so epic that. Yeah. You might get a really cool space fantasy series with those characters. I don't know.
1: Especially especially as the like the technology is getting better and better. I mean, for yeah. me, my my only message now, it's like, all right, they've done the sagas and like the trilogy thing has sort of had its space, and like um, I just want more. I always just want more Star Wars. That's well, what's set up, up here form. is kind of
2: like Ray is Luke, like Poe yeah. is gonna be Leia, right? And like yeah. Finn is gonna be
0: a, a new character really be anything
2: he wants yeah. To. This, yeah it's he's he is force
0: sensitive and i could see yeah. that i mean Jedi. i think i think he'd I be think a second Finn,
1: force sensitive character yeah
0: he's you know? gonna be he's gonna be he's gonna be i he's think gonna be leia Finn is gonna be like leia or or han with force powers well, yeah it's like both, Han right? with force, like, but he's good like
2: he's the altruist yeah. Yeah. whereas ray might be dabble in the darkness just given her lineage but like yeah. he Finn could be the altruist. He could be like, whatever yeah. he has a bad feeling about, we yeah. should trust. We should trust Finn. Yeah, he's right? yeah. Of, yeah.
1: He could really be her heart. support system in like keeping yeah, her on yeah, the yeah. level. And like maybe yeah. he gets captured or something, and like that like un you know unhinges Ray a little bit. Or
2: um, like what we have set up now a, that's poetic is what's set up now that's super poetic is that. Finn could use a blaster for the majority of the time, use the force, sense things with the force, be treated, treated, you know, he's a lot like a Jedi, but then, you know, but then eventually when the stakes get really, really high, he picks up a lightsaber. The lights, and it echoes yeah. sort of Force Awakens, but it echoes Force Awakens in like a kind of Arthurian way where it's like, oh no, he's always meant to use a sword and he's really yeah. good at the sword. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'd love for him to be both Ben Solo and Han Solo at the same time. Why not shoot for the moon? Like, He's an amazing actor. He's an amazing character. Like, let's bring this character to its full potential. Like, I think he could be that person. He doesn't need to be the, like, you know, the, like, butt chin hero. But, like, he should be a super, you know, a a strong character in a lot of different ways. Like, the biggest heart. And then, and also a really adept fighter um, in in two different ways. You know, like, sort of smuggler, swashbuckler, but also, you know, pure Jedi Knight. And we're going to post
2: all of our contact information in the show notes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe until I'm about to say what (laughs) I'm about to say, which is like, we're all like positive star Wars first, but I just want to say something that's a, maybe kind of my feelings that aren't, you know, super negative, but you know, I think of like the end of, of episode six, I, I always ended as a kid going, I want to know where their story goes from here. Right. That's always what I want to know. At the end of episode nine, I felt that way about Ray. I want to know where her story goes. Yep. with Poe, my thought was, I want to know what his story is. I don't <laughs> yeah. feel like we got Finn's story, to be to yeah. be frank. I, Even I, with I the novelization,
1: been, yeah, we uh, got yeah. his origin story, but it was like it, you know, it doesn't really tell.
0: Yeah, I just it, feel like with everything happening, it just kind of got left on the wayside, and so give him something. his own story, his movie, a TV show, something. I want his story.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, like, like he needs what to, is
0: he leaning towards?
2: Piloting lightsabers, like he leadership. seems to be good large-scale battles. Like he seems to really like take down, yeah, large swaths of those yeah troopers. But like, yeah. I don't know. Other than he, I guess he's just a, a commander in this new war, the resistance. You know, the new right. of civil war or whatever.
1: What is his ultimate form? Right, I, I think they're sort of writing a thing where you know he in um, this story he calls uh leia organa um a mentor and yeah you know so that you know he would be a really cool character again like i'm i'm thinking about this grant and it would actually be fun if they aged these characters up
2: yeah that's what <laughs> i see i'm, I'm thinking to yeah. give it like a house of the dragon rings of power unless i like yeah. age them up new actors i don't know like you could really then, maybe like, not new actors yeah. but like I don't know. It would be
1: cool if he was like a bridge general, you know, like on, you know, Starship he's he's leading the, the whatever the the republic's army military, okay. sort of like Harrison Dula, something like that. And then but like every once in a while he's forced to get into a starship and it's just like, "Oh no, posing in a ship." And it's just like and mm-hmm. he just ruins everybody and you're like, "Oh, that's yeah." Yeah. That like yeah, that yeah. would be a fun a fun thing to do, but if he became sort of a wizen general, I think that would he would wear that well
2: totally oh should like discover that threat whatever it is for this new you know yeah storyline yeah. right like at the fringes of space whatever he's like
1: yeah exploring or patrolling and then he's like oh boy yeah. yeah yeah that could be that could be really cool I there's just the actors are great the characters are great um yep I want I want more agreed And yeah, then you can open up for a whole new bank of dark side characters that maybe they're sort of founded in Acolyte or something. And it's like starts a long lineage that leads there or, you know, Acolytes of the Sith or some of these novels where people come out of or Avaloth or whatever it's going to be. But or it's Rey herself, you know, which would be wild. Yeah,
2: Um, I think now that the High Republic's sort of hashed out now, I think it could be fun to just go a little bit, not even a little bit before that, but like. Just and the Jedi Sith Wars, right? I mean, we just got to dive into the Jedi Sith. Yeah, Wars.
1: I, I mean, and I want both things. But
0: yeah, yeah. Go forward, go backwards, <laughs> build it all out. Yeah, <laughs> we get here every episode.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, Wouldn't yeah. the stuff that goes forward be kind of the most tantalizing? Because you're like, see, I, it, it would be nostalgia like territory.
2: It would be nostalgia, sort of drops again with with sort of like, like I, I can already see the trailer. It's like. Oscar Isaac's more salt and pepper. Like yep. Chewbacca has some gray. Like C-3PO is rusted. I mean, it's like a
0: little bit, even pushed, even more in the future. It's is like that the? But is aesthetic. that the? So is that the danger of waiting? You know, fifteen years. Like maybe we like do it. Like Let's do it like You're saying Ben, like like do it now, but jump forward in time because maybe we got the nostalgia stuff out of our system and yeah. we can just tell right. a story moving forward as opposed to I, my fears. We're gonna wait fifteen years. And it's just going to be more nostalgia, like more nostalgia, which, you know, nostalgia's great and fine and everything. But, you know, enough, like, let's just move forward and not be constrained by what came before.
1: Yeah. And then and then they'll have all that room for comics and novels and stuff if they do jump 10 years, you know, yeah, 10, 15, 20 years, you know, like or yeah. 30 years. Like um, it. it yeah. Because there, there could be a period of peace, but like, you know, yeah. they can backfill whatever the new dark side sure. characters are or the new characters they they bring in um rose tico should have like a great you know role in the the new order yeah, as well absolutely. and like um yeah and they can actually develop that but it's i mean yeah you can only you can only mash the nostalgia button so many times i think and you know they're not stupid at Lucasfilm; film they know this like they know what they're doing um and uh so yeah well we did it again we talked about you know, the sequel, sequel for yeah. 15 minutes because everyone asked, I think uh,
2: <laughs> we have one more game to play.
1: Oh, let's yes. go. Right. Let's go.
2: Good against remotes is one thing. Good against the living. that's something else. Welcome to another after show game, uh, Star Wars themed game that we're playing. I believe uh, two weeks ago we played uh, Guess That Quote and then Ben brought over Guess That Blaster. I'm going to bring up now name their homeworld. Name mm-hmm. their homeworld. Okay, okay. we're gonna it's gonna start off the difficulty will be quite easy in the beginning here, and that's just for you know our 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 normal listeners, people who aren't super involved with reading every you know book that comes out and are just kind of watching the films. And then as we get down the list, it will get increasingly more difficult. Um, pulls sure. books, pulls from all over the Star Wars mythos. So let's start it off um, pretty easy here. So let's not guess super quick. I'm sure you guys will be, you know, hitting the buzzers right away. But uh, here we go. Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker's homeworld. Tattoo. Yeah. Let's uh, let's let's just dial it up just slightly here. All Han right. Solo. Han Solo. Carilla. Carilla. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: mean,
2: you know, points all around. I think you guys are right on there uh, i
1: think my connections factor is faster than
0: yours. Having,
2: having just seen obi-wan let's just dive into princess leia all of all of our you know listeners out there and people who just watch the show we, we all know where she comes from uh points all,
0: mean, around. All,
1: all around all, all around, around.
0: So, are we talking about like i guess we're talking about where they grew up versus where they're born because i think it's like astro asteroid 28743 is technically right where- Right. Oh yeah, actually, right. Luke Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. It's a moon for Luke and his yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: but we'll uh, go with. I think. I think
0: yes. I think Algebra. Yeah. Alderaan I guess it's is. like.
2: I guess it's where they dwelled when they were still. You yeah,
0: you're right. It is. It is. Um, Polis Massa. Yeah, yeah Masa. that's bird. right. But 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 as yeah. as Ben you said yes Grant said homeworld which is different than birth planet so yes okay. so I Earth place. Yeah,
2: yeah, and these are these are Wikipedia. You can check these on Wikipedia, I believe. You can check your math. Okay. Yeah. Ben Solo. Ben Solo. Uh, Coruscant?
1: No. Uh, no. Uh, it was um uh, it's Mon Mothma's uh Chandrilla.
2: Oh it's Chandrilla. Correct. Ah. Snoke. Snoke's homeworld. Designated homeworld.
1: Oh uh, uh, I mean, it's correct. Is it Exegol? Adam's got okay, has got that.
2: Okay. I
1: thought you were trying to pull that space station that was like over there. You the, could,
2: uh... you could do Navarro, whatever cloning facility, but I don't think he's in there. I think it's something else. Honestly. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's got to be Exegol.
2: We see active Snoke's in a, in a tube. Yeah, I I see Snoke's a tank. Uh, yep. Count Dooku, Count Dooku, Serrano. Serrano.
1: He is the oh, Serrano. Count Serrano. Right. Serrano. Serrano,
2: well done. Darth Maul, Darth Maul's homeworld, oh, uh, Dathomir. Dathomir, correct rose tico we're dialing up a little bit rose oh. Tico. oh 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 come on
1: oh man you're making me think of that like novel <laughs> the oh. novel
0: yeah cobalt she... squadron i believe right is that the yeah cobalt squadron cobalt uh, squadron kelly uh, yeah. tran actually narrates the the uh, audiobook i don't know if that counts for anything
1: um, <laughs> well do you only if you remember this what is you this is a tough one
0: this is a um rose Hi- tico. uh, uh oh. Heisian? Heisian? Hayesian. Very, very close, very it's, close because it's high. See, it's minor, haze, minor because mm-hmm. it's good. Hayes Smelt. I got there very because of uh, Space wow, Fenster refers that's to it as hazy. Oh, oh, so, yeah, anyway. yeah. Uh, almost got there. All right, Poe
2: Damron, Poe Dameron.
1: a Yavin four, correct? Oh, right, 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 right,
2: Jin <laughs> Erso, Jin Erso
1: well this one actually it's not
2: the one where she spends most of her time as a child it's her like it's her birthplace
1: it's her birthplace is coruscant right
2: no i don't, uh
1: i think she was born on coruscant I,
2: I guess it's not this is
1: they moved a around a
2: lot on wikipedia and right. having just read catalyst i guess i can be your home world but it's to me it's is like it, the it could facility? be is it could be coruscant like the Lameau, f- but it's it's a different one
0: is it like the facility where they are working at before? Yes. Yes, Adam. Yeah, before they leave. I don't oh, know the name of the planet. It's on the ice world of Vault. 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 Okay.
1: Right. Nice. I remember that because I was playing Borderlands at the time and couldn't, like, separate the vault from yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
2: Uh, and now with our with the uh, Andor series um, um, rapidly approaching. Oh, no. Uh, asking Andor's home world, and could we see it in the series?
1: I don't know this one.
2: Yeah, I got nothing. I Did they mention
1: it in good. Rogue One?
2: It may, it may be in the books. Maybe in uh, the book. Uh, actually, he's not featured. Oh, yeah, he is featured in one of the books in Catalyst. Isn't he? Uh, uh, I, don't
1: I don't think so. He, but I, I
0: wonder if it may be in the novelization. This is, is like future knowledge.
1: Yeah. I don't Fest. think there is a novel. In Rogue one. His,
0: his homeworld is Fest. Fest. Fest? Okay. Yes. Like, how's it spelled F E S T? F E S T S. It is fest. Okay, interesting. That's a good uh, name, actually. It yeah, it's cool. Uh, Wilhoff Tarkin. Oh, Tarkin. Oh, 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 I like they hunt. It's a very like, yeah. I can picture the world. I think,
1: yeah, I can picture it. It's can something to do with the carrion a, spike was like the actually. Yeah, a, a geographic.
0: I could picture a shirtless Tarkin. Yeah, ponying a guy.
1: Hunt. Yeah, a lot of hunting. <laughs> it's a, you do
0: dude yeah. 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 Good,
2: yeah, I never would gotten a years back picture it. Ten- Temin Snap, Wexley
1: Ooh.
2: homeworld,
1: Homeworld. Well, he spent a lot of time. Yeah, I on guess his J-
2: parents split, right? So it's like, didn't yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, he but spent a lot of the- time by himself on jakku right? Is that, he, the, is that where he? That's that where he built Mister Bones. Right, it's in the aftermath yeah. books, though. I believe it's, in the it's heavily right?
0: featured in the aftermath books. It totally is. It it's absolutely terrible. is. Because, but I. And who thought that guy would just die above Exegol?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: nope. he got with his, with his with his stepfather Wedge watching. It's really dark when you start <laughs> thinking really about dark. Akiva. 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 Is Akiva is his that's right. Three, yeah.
1: Okay. Um, Never in a million years would I remember that.
2: Amelyn Holdo. Amelin Holdo Sh-
1: uh,
0: Chandrilla, right?
1: is it? No. No. Oh, this is from the Princess of Alderon novel.
2: Oh. And, and it's it's discussed uh, quite a bit right. in that novel. Oh,
1: you've been reading a lot of these books Yeah. the the role playing game you're developing. So uh oh man. Well, you
2: know, it's you know, Chandrilla, Comenor, and then this planet are kind of like those bastions of democracy,
1: right? Yeah. So
2: and the planet she's from is
1: any yes. On, gets... <laughs> that's a good
0: one. Gadalenta. 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 All right, never, never we got that. Okay, we're
2: we're dialing it up now. We're dialing. <laughs> Wait, oh, now, we're dialing it up? Really now we're dialing it up. Really dialing it up. Okay. okay. Doctor okay. Afra. Doctor
1: Afra. Homeworld. Woo! Adam this is all you, buddy.
2: <laughs> oh no! What? No, I. This is very technical. This is like you would think it's it could have been the one where she's a child for with her mom but it's yeah
1: i can't even i can't even name the the university she went to and we just yeah. read that like a month ago
2: barleth barleth nope.
1: okay
0: yeah. i it sounds familiar i'd never never in a million years um
2: the second moon of thrinetic is where is just said to be her homeworld she did go to arbiflux for quite a bit with her yeah. mom probably except either Answer. Yeah.
1: Okay. Oh wait, was so, that where the university was at arbiflex
2: No, that's Barleth was the. But no, the oh, second yes. group, was actually where her father went to university. Yeah.
0: See, yeah. I knew both of those, but I didn't name either of those because I wasn't sure which one you were talking about.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was the issue.
0: That's
2: All the right, one. we are really we're in hard mode right now, guys. This is General hold, hold, hold Grievous. Show. General Grievous, his homeworld.
1: Ooh. Oh man, this is one of those ones where like I, I know you should know the species actually.
0: I'll try one else. back. It's there.
1: Going, going, back to back. To...
2: <laughs> it's just... Compton, Cali. It's just Cali. it is Cali. Oh, As literally going to say yeah. Cali, it's but just, I'm like that can't Kali, be. Right. I guess K A L E E, and I guess they were called the Kalish or his species. <laughs> um, so much in Star Wars. All right, yeah, I think Kaleesha I think Kaleesha we're Kaleesha. just we'll do one final one here. Uh, this is just really for all the uh, all the points. Uh, Dexter Jedster, homeworld.
0: Oh, oh! What are they called? They're because is it because an A? <laughs> no, no. no. I got um, Oh man, what is that species called? I'm trying to work my way backwards.
1: I yeah, know <laughs> you you threw all these tough ones at us, and I feel like I should know. I I definitely know. what's the species called? Uh, they're basilisks. Like
2: a basilisk, yeah,
1: yeah. They're basilisk. So is it basilica? <laughs> basilisk. <laughs> I like it. I. Like that's
2: according to wikipedia it's Ojum. Ojum.
1: okay
2: I... yeah i thought that was O-Jum? i thought that would be impossible so that was the that, hardest one.
0: you are correct sir yeah. that is impossible <laughs> yeah.
1: i'm, was I'm just glad i got his species name yeah um that's great yeah that was funny actually just um dovetailing into our uh talk about um the um tales of jedi and the sith did any of you see the name Devalock which was the Anakin and Obi-Wan story that was on fire? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Eyes of the And world. and think they were Deveronians. Cuz I I, yeah, like, I I was like I was imagining probably, them with yeah. horns and pink skin. But yeah, it's, I probably that's,
2: did. But Devalock, but Deveron, isn't it? It's a
0: Deveron. That's
1: Deveron. Different... Yeah,
0: see. I having yeah. built a campaign. I like I've looked at every planet.
1: And, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I guarantee yeah. you I did without thinking of it. Like I didn't even You know what I mean? Like it just didn't even occur to me that it wasn't the same thing.
1: I have to say super points for naming your planet Devilock Cause that's like a, <laughs> that's that's a really metal. sweet name and I, it's a metal <laughs> name. And yeah, and I was like, it would make sense that like Devoronians were from Devilock at some point. I was like, Oh, they have horns and yeah. they come from it's almost
2: like a pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sort of like new name for Deveron Cause Devilock is far. Yeah.
1: Superior. yeah it's, it's a, it's a hot name. Um, yeah, it's really great. Grant. Thank you very much for bestowing that, that, was that, fun. that was experience a good on us. Um, Looking forward to next week when Adam comes up with
0: the game. Um, oh yeah I got it planned already.
1: Yeah, oh, you do? Oh man. Yeah. Here we go. Well, um, that was super fun. I'm probably gonna
2: do guess the quote next time because I I like that one. I just didn't want to do it a third and uh,
0: you know. No, I. This is great. Nice. Is there, no, I. I appreciate. It. I also think you did an excellent job of ratcheting up the way you ratcheted up the ex, uh, the yeah. uh, the difficulty. Yeah
1: yeah i want That's the perfect. hard ones yeah you know i want the hard ones Hard ones, ones are fun like, let's
0: go
2: rose tico i thought was fun because there they, there is a book um i know yeah. you guys have read these books too so it's like yeah, yeah.
1: just haven't memorized it but lately though i always highlight um the the planets when they're like oh and so and so is from this planet and this species i'm always just like i want to recall that you know yeah try and, and try and memorize it so hopefully i'll get better as we're going forward because it's a fairly recent development but um Cause it's fun. It's fun to sort of know places in the galaxy and it, um, ties, you know, gets the synergy going a little bit. Um, there was probably a bunch here. Like we got to, we still never figured out uh, where doc was from, but, uh, um, right. We'll, uh, it's just fun to sort of tie it together. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. But, um, thanks very much everyone for listening to us this week. Please uh, read this book. It is so fun. You'll love it. Even though we sort of walked through a bunch of the highlights, um, you know, obviously, we're not yeah, doing it justice. So
0: much more there. Yeah.
1: It's uh it's a it's a great novel and super fun. So do it too. And um next week, are we gonna talk about Padawan next week? Is
0: that what yeah, about? we could we could do that,
1: yeah. That might be on the old schedule of Rooney. Um, we will definitely have some sort of uh yeah, I think we're supposed to do Padawan next week, which may or may not yeah, happen. Um yeah. but yeah, just there's so call, many novels that now, are out right now. Yeah, there's so many yeah, novels that are just like churning um yeah. so uh yeah i guess they got them all out for summer for beach yeah i
2: heard princess and the scoundrel is excellent I me can't... too yep i was we just looking at that the today
0: first run of the hansel and chewbacca comic to cover so we got we got Ooh. stuff for at least the next three weeks and i think that takes us pretty close to, to andor. uh and or yeah. and we did
2: just get they just announced a bunch of stuff for the fall for comics so we could do yeah the they crystal
0: um yeah, we can just yeah, you know, catch up with whatever we've Upcoming got.
1: Upcoming and yeah. Yeah. So fun. Um it's so great to have so many Star Wars uh, media flying flying around the galaxy um and to talk about. So thanks again, y'all. Um we'll talk to you next week. May the force be with you.
2: This is Grex Kondak signing off for the latest breaking news. Follow at World News on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you and good night. Remember the force will be with you. Always.